Hi everyone, my name is Lucas and I welcome all of you to the fourth episode of Sinological Small Talks. We are closer to the beginning of our 2021 summer program. So we are here talking and of course starting our engines. In this new episode, I am here with Robert Saturian. He is from Armenia and is our foundation's executive officer. How are you, Robert? Please introduce yourself and tell us what did impress you the most when studying the classics? Hello, uh, my name is Robert. I'm a second year PhD student uh, in the Department of Chinese Language and Literature at the University of uh, Chinese University of Hong Kong. And uh, when I first started my journey with the Sinological Development Charitable Foundation, uh, that is when I flew to Hong Kong to participate in the 2017 summer workshop, I was doing my master's studies in Chinese modern literature in uh, Runmin University in Beijing at the time. And I was making my first steps in reading and studying early Chinese philosophy. Uh, now I want to jump back to where I am now. Uh, so now I'm doing my PhD uh, again in the Chinese uh, department in Chinese modern literature. Uh, but I want to talk about the past semester that has been uh, another big change for me that is uh, connected with uh, the Chinese classics. So I took a course by uh, Professor Huan Yong, a uh, graduate seminar titled Ethics in, in the Zhuangzi, the State of the Field. And uh, Professor Huang has developed what he calls a copper rule, uh, that is uh, at the same time a critique of the golden rule. So his copper rule is the following, do unto, do unto others what they would have us do unto them, positively expressed, or do not do unto others what they would have us do unto them, negatively expressed. So in de developing his theory, uh, Professor Huang has been inspired by a passage in chapter two of the Zhuangzi, uh, which most scholars agree to be the most important chapter of the collection, the Tsiwulun chapter, which uh, is usually translated as the equality of theory of things or just equality of things. Uh, where Johnson talks about the best place for the fish, for humans, and for the monkeys to live. It has been very inspiring for me that uh, <clears throat> this short passage in the Johnson can have uh, real implications for the ethics in our modern day ethics studies, which is not just academic question, but also a question of how humans interact with each other, what ethical implications there are, how we should treat others, and so on. So the uh, Chinese classics are constantly open new ways of looking at, at the world for me, I, I would say. And um, that is, uh, in a quick mode where I uh, started in 2017. And now uh, one attractive part of the early Chinese classics that it is, uh, it has implica rich implications for philosophy, for ethics, politics, literature, aesthetics, 
So, and it, it is constantly opening new doors, new ways of looking at the world, whether it is uh, through our, uh, from our unique viewpoints, some of us may be students of literature, students of politics, we all have our baggage of knowledge and we, that is how we treat texts. We read texts, I believe, but at the same time, if we come across scholars and uh, professors who try to show us the Chinese classics in its own terms and to interpret in its own terms, then we come across a completely new picture of the maybe same passage. And uh, in this example that I just brought up, uh, Professor Huan is not claiming that this is the, what Zhuangzi wants to say, but rather what we can uh, next to all the other interpretations of this passage, we can probably uh, gain one more point of view at dealing with our present day issues in our world. That is uh, what I can say, I think, about what the classics has been for me so far. Well, I just want to ask, uh, why are you so particularly attracted to Taoistic thoughts and in particular Zhuangzi, what is the attraction for you? I mean, is it your personality or is it your culture um, that is uh, sort of the foundation and basis? Um. I'll be very happy to answer this question because I've been truly fascinated by the Taoist philosophies and by uh, especially Zhuangzi. Uh, I believe there are several reasons for this. First of all, each of the stories in the Zhuangzi are literary uh, masterpieces. Not If not each of them, but many of them are really good pieces of literature if I read as a student of literature and uh, all the layers of layers of uh, going over the, the same question and Chuanzo often brings up contradictions to show us the meaningful and interesting value of contradiction itself. So if we try to read Chuanzo uh, as a purely philosophical work in the Western uh, sense, then we may say, oh, there are so many contradictions. This is not, uh, this is not coherent <laughs> text, but that is the very attractive part for me in the genre, that it's, it's, it plays with language and with the meanings, with our conventional ideas about how things should be or uh, how we view even ourselves, the very famous passage when uh, Zhuangzi dreams that he's a butterfly or uh, then he says, I'm not sure whether I am butterfly dreaming to be Zhuangzi or Zhuangzi dreaming to be butterfly. This is, uh, I guess, the, everybody who uh, starts learning anything about Zhuangzi learns about this passage, but because this passage is truly fascinating, this is one reason why I've been attracted uh, to trans and uh, generally Taoist philosophies, I think, open a new way of looking at the world for us. 
in a, a more uh, more uh, an easier way, I would say, of when Joanza is facing the death of his wife in a very <clears throat> playful way. If uh, even if we are not uh, truly persuaded by his attitude and we don't intend to follow him, but we are at least we know that there is one man in early China who acted this way and he he uh, this is how he faced the death of his loved one. So this is, I think, fascinating. Uh, the other classics, I, I believe, have implicated more, in, maybe deeper implications for politics, for example, Confucianism, which uh, I haven't studied as much as I've studied Taoism. And uh, that may be also a coincidence that I came, uh, I came across Taoism. More, and <laughs> I had a chance to study it more and uh, read more texts, uh, commentaries than other classics. I am quite, I am quite impressed by the way you answered these questions, Robert. Uh, you you gave us very interesting, a very interesting view about uh, Zhuangzi and and Taoism, and. We are here studying the classics, but we are also trying to understand modern China. And, and you said that Zhuangzi has so many interpretations that we might infer that we are still trying to find, um, how to say, trying to find the truth of the Zhuangzi, right? So we could like draw a parallel and, and, and think that China is like the Zhuangzi still um, we still don't find the right answer to understand China but at the same time uh, I believe that um, studying the classics studying, uh, studying ancient China we are a step closer to understanding so let's go to, to a personal to a personal issue let's go to a personal issue Robert um, how did study the, the classics change your life how was your life before before studying the classics? How is your life now? Um, do you feel fulfilled? By the way you answer the questions, I infer you, you feel fulfilled, but I would like to, to hear from you. Uh, okay, this is a, not a very easy question to answer uh, because I believe we are, uh, we look back at our lives at some points and we see the change, but when uh, we look at our present situation we, we may not be so clearly aware of where we are or whether we had any big change, transformation in our mind, in our viewpoints. But I believe in the past several years that I've been studying uh, particularly Taoism, that has been at first as a hobby, I was reading books, then uh, as an academic study. I believe I I found out, I've noticed as a third person's viewpoint looking at myself that I go into less and less debates about contemporary issues with my uh, friends or any other situation. Uh, and the reason is not because I have my uh, beliefs and points of views have been weakened <laughs> by the Juanza, but I think the opposite. I think Juanza would have, uh, would have 
told us that every viewpoint, um, uh, Chuanzo would argue that there is no right and wrong thing in many situations, but uh, did, for this, he, the relativism has been ascribed to him by many scholars. But again, he would even at this point, he would say that even relativism uh, is not uh, enough to describe uh, his viewpoint. So I, I believe the classics have helped me to deal with my day-to-day -day issues, uh, not day-to-day, uh, uh, -day, I, I would say big and small conflicts that we have we, uh, living in the societies that we live in. And uh, the classics have helped me to, to secure a viewpoint, I would say, that I know that uh, what would Chuanza have thought about this? I may ask this question to myself from time to time. And this, uh, I know that Chuanza wouldn't argue, go on arguing with this person over this question and then I would try to put myself in his position and try to behave in a similar posture. So I, I guess it helps me to live, live an easier life, but not a detached life because uh, of course if there the, the time comes when you have to prove your point then you have to talk and you have to ex try to explain. But when the, it is inevitable, then uh, there is no sense in, I, I guess, going deep into the conflict. I believe, to my understanding, Joanza would have approved this posture in many situations. It's very, it's very attractive, the, the idea of proving your point some, sometime in, in your life, right? Uh, mm -hmm. quite, quite, quite a nice teaching, Robert. Uh, one last question. I think you you've already answered this question when, when telling the audience about your experience with the classics, right? But um, many, many of, of these listeners are about to apply to our 2021 summer program. Um, so you've been working for the summer program. We uh, spent a whole month with you every morning last year. Um, what, what can you say to these to this future participants, to our, to our, new, to our new, uh, new partners at the Synological Foundation? So when I was applying to this program, to the summer school for the first time in 2017, uh, I have to say I was a little bit intimidated as many applicants might feel because my Chinese classical Chinese especially was not that good. I was a student of literature, not philosophy. And then I was wondering whether this is the, the, the right thing to do to come to this program and try to, of course, we imagine that we will be in competition maybe with our classmates and so on. But then uh, it has, it has been the really the right decision to, to apply and to try it because it, it it may open a new, a new door to anyone who hasn't started studies in Chinese literature yet. As I already said, uh, ancient Chinese texts have implications for philosophy, politics, literature, ethics, and so on. Whether you read it in, in English or in the classical Chinese, 
in different ways it, it can it can uh, broaden our perspectives and reach and enrich our our knowledge and our viewpoints so i encourage uh, those who are interested in uh, in uh, any of those subjects that i mentioned chinese literature philosophy or even western philosophy there are a lot of studies in comparative from comparative perspective very interesting studies so there are i guess very few people who don't fit <laughs> in this program in in the sense that uh, it can uh, it can be helpful and attractive to for many many uh, people from many different areas so i encourage uh, newcomers to join us and we will have another one month exciting summer workshop together friends it's time to say goodbye we all hope you enjoyed this conversation follow us in our social media profiles to stay tuned to the news and please remember to apply to the 2021 summer program soon we will be hosting a podcast explaining what will be about and why you should participate see you next time at small talks but before remember philosophy is for everyone. Bye-bye. Ta-jian.